0: Hi everyone, it's March, happy March everyone And we are here with this month's podcast And this month the podcast is called Girl Talk Now that's not me being sexist But the things I'm going to be talking about on this podcast are very female specific They will be for anyone from teenagers Upwards So this may be something that you might want to allow you've got teenage girls in your life you might want to allow them to listen to it i do apologize if there's any swearing but yeah this is going to be girl talk and we are going to talk about everything we're going to talk about food nutrition exercise our periods menstrual cycle all the way up to menopause we're going to talk about our body image and how we just need to be a little bit kinder to ourselves amongst everything else now as you know if you listen you are an avid listener you'll know that I always have a little plan don't I I always have a little list of what I'm going to talk about but I do apologize that sometimes I go off tangent but I do think that's where the best part of the podcast comes from clearly so go grab a cuppa or get your headphones on and get ready for your walk and let's dig in to this month's podcast girl talk So here we go then. So as I said in the intro, um Marta's podcast is called Girl Talk. Obviously, most of the things I'm gonna be talking about are gonna be related to female health, fitness training, or stuff like that. But some of the stuff can be used for everyone. Anyone can use it, certain training tips, but some things might be a little bit more specific. I'm not trying to single anyone out here. Um so you know don't go mad at me but you'll see when you go on and listen so the first thing I wanted to talk about and I've done a podcast on this before and a couple of weeks ago if you're following me on my social media put like a little mini video about this and it was about when it comes to like our periods and our menstrual cycle and and stuff like that should we change our training and our foods and things like that and part of it's like yes and no so everyone's going to feel different on the drawing times of the month now sometimes on that first week and that run up to when your period's going to start um you might find that and this isn't for everyone because remember everyone's different we're all individuals but some I know this happens to me that week sometimes um you can feel a bit more lethargic a bit more tired and you might realize that you might not lift as heavy or do things run as fast or something like that so it might mean that if you're if you track your period which by the way should do it's biggest form of self-care that we can do if we're tracking them when we start to see patterns like this it's really good to adjust our training to adjust adjust our schedules as much as we can to allow us to you know like honour our body and how it's feeling if you're having a really painful or a heavy or like a long period and stuff like that you might just want to adjust it because you know it's not an illness isn't it it's something naturally that happens but sometimes you just need to adjust life around it to make things a little bit easier so I'm not saying that you should change your training and really, I really recommend you go and watch that video that I did do it up on the socials. But the one thing I will say is, you know, start to track it, start to get to know your body. Um, you can use apps if you have got an iPhone. It's on the health thing, um, or you can download like period trackers like Flow and things like that. And some of them you have to pay for, or you can just track it. Good old pen and paper. And you can start like logging your symptoms and seeing how you're feeling. So then if you do have to adapt your training, you know, if you, you might notice your appetite changes at a certain time of the month, you crave certain type of food. You might have more energy at this time, less energy at that time. But one thing I will say is self-care is important all the time. Really, really important that we tune into our bodies and tracking our periods is one of the, the most important things we can do and a really good form of self-care. So... It's highly you're doing that, looking into it and seeing if there's any like little patterns that you see throughout the times of the month that could maybe help with like your nutrition, your training or help with just lifestyle in general. So done a longer video on that and I have done previous podcasts on this as well, going into a bit more depth. The next thing I wanted to, and I have got a list because, you know, I love a list. The next thing I wanted to talk about was self-care. How we all seem to neglect self-care but we'll look after everyone else so we'll take care of our friends our family our kids our colleagues you know and there's nothing wrong with that but we can't pour from an empty cup at the end of the day can you you've got to fill your own cup first to allow it to overflow and to give to other people so a lot of people say oh it's selfish it's selfish yeah so you should be selfish selfish is 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 quite often seen as like such a negative connotation Really being selfish just means that you belong to yourself-ish. You belong to yourself selfish, and that's all it is. So let's stop neglecting self-care, girls. Let's start doing something for ourselves. Do a little thing every single day, and it might just mean that you'd have your cup of tea in the morning in peace. It might just mean that you'd have your favourite biscuit and you dip that in your tea. A little bit of self-care every single day will go a long, long way. One day a week, try and have a little bit of self-care that like you enjoy it's going to look different for everyone isn't it some people are sitting down reading a book some people are going to have a big pamper sometimes it might just be having that glass of wine on a sunday afternoon or a saturday night some people it might just be having a bath whatever self-care is to you and whatever makes you feel happy you need to make sure you're including that into your day scheduling it in schedule it in like you would an appointment do you know what i'm going to schedule in an hour of self-care today what's wrong with that get doing it get scheduling in that self-care focus on you focus on what you want focus on what's going to make you happy focus on what's going to make you feel alive focus on all the things that make you feel good you know and the next that moves on to my next point i'm gonna to have to cross these out as i'm talking about them on the way because i'm gonna be here all week aren't i talking about this next thing it's coming on to is listening to your body so how often have you gone and done something? Whether it be exercise or just anything in general, you've gone and done it and you've gone against what your body's really saying and then you've either ends up injuring yourself or you've not enjoyed it or you've you're really, really really tired and it's put you back on something else. We need to really stop and tune and, and tune into our bodies and start listening. So I like to, to encourage people to do this, especially in the the more mindful classes that I teach in my pilates yoga mind and movement style classes I'll always always encourage people to just breathe and to listen to what the body's saying and when we're quiet we can listen to what our bodies are saying and we can tune in and I'm not saying it's going to start talking back you know my god I'm not I haven't lost the plot that much yet. but what I'm saying is if we take time to stop and be quiet and be present and to just be still and to just be And to listen to the signs that our bodies are giving us, to see the signs our bodies are giving us, trust me, in causing a hole, it can save a whole lot of shit down the long run, can't it? So listen to your body, what it's saying. If your body feels tired, it feels tired for a reason. If your body's aching, it's aching for a reason. If something in your gut is saying no, it's saying no for a reason. And sometimes at the time, we haven't got an absolute clue why it's doing this. But somewhere along the way, it'll become apparent. So listen to your body, listen to the signs. And that moves me very quickly and lovely onto my next point. You know, it's like I planned this, isn't it? Like a genius. (laughs) Is rest. Rest is not a weakness. I've done a full podcast on this before, but you know, it's girl talk. I'm here for it. Rest isn't a weakness. Resting is when our body changes. Resting is when our body can rebuild. Resting is when our body can replenish. There's nothing wrong with rest them now. Me yeah, I feel like I'm like preaching to the choir, but I'm doing a lot more of it recently. But I have been shit at this in the past. Always thinking that I have to be doing something. Always thinking that I have to be running around, and um, always thinking that I have to be, be being busy. You know, why do we see? Why do we see? Being busy as being successful, like what? Where did that come from? Where did it come from that we, we think the the busier we are and the busier we look to people and the busier people see us being, they're going to think we're more successful because we're busy. Now, all we're doing is making ourselves fucking miserable and blagging that we're busy. No one gives a shit. No one will care less if you're busy. No one cares less if you're successful or not. People don't care. What you need to do is focus on what makes you happy. So going back to the rest thing, obviously I've sidetracked there, but it's all on my list, so that's allowed, yeah? Um... You know why? Why are we not resting? Why I'm resting? This can be mentally, physically, emotionally. We need to give our body the rest. You know, you don't need to be working out seven days a week. The body needs to rest to be able to change. You don't need to be running around like headless chicken all the time. You don't need to be doing this. You need to give yourself time to rest. And that resting is in like not exercising. That resting is in stop trying to be so busy. That resting into goes on to my next point. Honest to God. Yeah, and i can't do <laughs> on to my next point is learn to say no to things that do not light your life up learn to say no to the shit that you don't really want to do and you've been saying yes to for ages but start saying yes to the stuff that is gonna light up your life start saying yes to the things that are gonna bring the joy and the happiness into your life because why not? Why are we saying yes to things that w- make us fucking miserable? Saying yes to things that we don't want to do but we're scared of letting other people down. I think a lot of us do this. We focus too much on other people's perceptions of us. We we live in a world of likes, don't we? We live in a world of social media of likes. We need to be liked. It's like we put our worth on other people. It's like we the more that people like us and the more that we say yes to people and the more that we go out of our ways for people and the busier that we are and the more we do this and the more we do that and the more we make our lives look perfect on social media and the more likes we get for the picture we've put up or for the post that we've put out then that means, you know, that that's us, doesn't it? It says something about us. It says for all. All it says that someone was scrolling at that time and seeing it and liked it. Probably didn't even read it. Trust me, people don't read stuff but why, why are we saying yes to these things and why are we putting our worth onto other people? So say no to the stuff that doesn't light up your life and say yes to the stuff that is going to light it up brighter than black illuminations. Yeah? Let's just be a little bit kinder to ourselves as well. Since when are we all so hard on ourselves? Beating ourselves up. Now don't even be sitting there now. It's going, I'm not though. You're not. And there's some people who listen to this now have just started laughing when I said that. Why are we so harsh on ourselves? The way we speak to ourselves sometimes and the things we think about ourselves. Imagine like we said them things to the people we love. We'd never do that, would we? And if someone said those things to you, you'd be fuming. Yet we find it acceptable to do things to ourselves, to to not be kind to ourselves, to talk down bad about ourselves, to beat ourselves up about stuff. Gail, we've got to stop it now, right this minute. We're stopping it, yeah? Three, two, one, we've stopped it because I'm not standing for it anymore. I'm sick of people not realising how amazing they are, so there's a different one. And one other thing I wanted to mention is... And this is not me being nasty. I'm being real. You, me, everyone... We are never going to look like them celebrities in the magazines. We are never going to look like those Instagram models. They don't even look like that. We are never going to look like that fitness influencer. If you, Yeah, I'm doing quotation marks. We are never going to look like a model, a celebrity in the magazines. Because half the time, they don't even look like that. And you know another reason? Why would you want to look like someone else? Because you are you and you're unique. So can we stop saying, I wish I had a body. I wish I looked like her. I wish I was the size she was. No. What we need to do is we need to be a bit more grateful for what we've got for everything that our body does for us for who we are and stop trying we're never going to be those people because we are we we are us and they are them so we're never going to be like them we're never going to look like them we're never going to have their lives and that's okay because everything you've got and everything you are is enough as it is and you're probably thinking oh my god it's just some arty farty hippie shit she's talking about here but i'm right aren't i We're never going to look like them. But why should we want to? Why, if you want to look different, why not just be a better version of you? Instead of trying to look like someone else. And that moves me smoothly on, you know. To me, next point. When you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s and on. Now this is a revelation, so you might want to sit down. I if even want to write this down. So when you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s... Ready for it? Drum roll. You are not mental or high in your 20s. I know. Is everyone okay? No one's passed out, have they? I didn't think so. You're not mental or high in your 20s. Because how you looked in your 20s was in your twenties and how you will look in your thirties is your thirties and so on your forties your fifties okay we all look back on pictures and go i wish i looked like that now but no because our body's changing we change we grow we evolve this is natural and this is meant to happen and it's so makes me so sad when people wish that they looked the way they did years ago And I'm not happy with how they are now. And it really makes me sad, you know, I've been there myself. But we're not meant to look like that. We're meant to look the amazing person we are now. We're meant to look how we do in our 30s and our 40s. So let's just stop saying that to ourselves. I think we definitely need to stop saying that for ourselves, don't we? And that takes me on to, like, training. Exercise, training. It's going to be different for every single person. What works for Julie down the street? Fictional, made up names here, by the way. Might not work for you. What works for someone in their 20s? Might not necessarily work for someone that's in their 50s, but it might. I'm not saying people can't train the same. But what I'm saying is, as we age and as we grow, we need to adapt everything. To suit us and our lifestyles now. Your lifestyle in your twenties is not going to be the same as your lifestyle in your fifties. The commitments are not going to be the same. But there's nothing wrong with adapting to all the different stages of our lives. There's nothing wrong with adapting the training to suit your lifestyle now to suit fit in with the job, to fit in with the family, to fit in with the social life, to fit in with any injuries that we might be carrying around you know and for women as we go through as we go advance in our lives and we go through and we hit perimenopause and menopause we need to start looking a little bit more into that as well and I am doing posts on this every Monday in March which is good because this is March's podcast I'm doing posts on menopause on my social media page there's a lot of stuff that we need to start considering and the sooner we do it, the better equipped we'll be. The sooner we educate ourselves, the better equipped we we'll have be. I've already done a podcast on a full podcast on menopause, so go and check it out. But you might need to adapt your training a little bit. You need to make sure that you're resistance training. um, You might need to adapt your nutrition a little bit. And you need to put a shitload more of self-care in. And the sooner we know these things and, you know, prevention's better than cure, isn't it, as they say. So the sooner we know these things, the sooner we can prepare our body, our minds, we can prepare mentally, physically, emotionally for all the changes that are going to happen. And this is all just natural stuff, natural stuff that's just going to happen to us. And it's amazing and we we need to embrace it. But the, the more we can prepare ourselves, and as I said before, going back to the period things, if we can work with our cycle, if we can tune into our body, see what our body's saying, work with that cycle. As we go through and then we hit menopause, we're going to be able to to know the cycle, to know how our hormones are working and to go into it with a lot more knowledge. To be able to to just be happy and not have it take over our lives in a negative way. And if you are, you know, a little plug here because it's my podcast and I can plug for want. If you do want to work with your cycle a little bit more and you head over to com, you can buy a full package on how you can work with your cycle and one that even includes yoga videos to go with it. So, you know, if you fancy it, go and check it out. The link is in the description of the podcast. But as I was saying, you know, we need to allow ourselves to change and adapt We might not... The same training... Be years ago might... got the same training I did three years ago... Doesn't suit me, never mind... In my 20s, 40 next year... We're not... We're not indestructible... Like we think we are, are we? And we do need to change these things... And I'm not saying that you can't train... When you're in the 50s and 60s... Fucking hell, some people train better than me... What I'm saying is... Sometimes things are going to need to be adapted and this only works by stopping and listening to your body, by tuning into your body, the sooner you do it, prevention's better than cure, you know, start start now, start tracking your food, I mean, track, well, that, that's my next point, tracking food, don't even get me started on that, I've done a video on that, that's why I've said it then, start by tracking your periods, start by giving yourself a little bit more self-care, you know, Allowing the body to rest. Mentally and physically. Stop trying to be like someone else. And stop trying to do things that you've done 20 years ago. Start saying no. To the things that don't bring you joy. And say yes to the things that do. Be kinder to yourself. Listen to all the signals your body's giving you. Focus a little bit more on you. And I've done a big video on this the other day. But I am going to touch on here. And that's the track and food thing. Now I am quite aware, because I'm not stupid, and I'm sure most people are quite aware, that the only way to lose body fat is to be in a calorie deficit. And that's just the long and short of it. But sometimes to be in a calorie deficit, it will mean that you have to track your food. Using an app like MyFitnessPal or Calorie Counter, or doing it, writing it down, and stuff like that. And that's fair enough but this can become very, very obsessive, and it can actually create a bad relationship with food, I've been there, I've done it, it didn't work for me, and it's not going to work for everyone, but it's going to work for some people, so again, it has to be an individual thing, where you think, are you tracking foods, and is it helping, or is it starting to hinder your progress, because it is is creating a bad relationship with food, so just because being in a calorie deficit it will be the only way to lose body fat and to lose weight if tracking your food is creating a bad relationship with food and it is stressing you out and making it becoming obsessive and taking over your life then that's no good for anyone calorie deficit or not and I'm not going to waffle on about it too much because I did like a big three minute video on it so if anyone wants to go and check it out it's up on the social medias for free and it's on youtube but just because she should do something doesn't just because you can do something and it and it works doesn't mean that you should. Just because track and food works for Julie, I don't know why Julie's getting <clears throat> it's just a first name. Do you know what I think it is? <clears throat> I watched Julie Roberts' film the other day. And I think that's why. I don't think I'm going through like a phase of watching all her films. Anyway. I've lost my train of thought. Oh yeah. <clears throat> Just because Julie down the street is tracking food and it's working for her doesn't mean that it's going to work for you. So I think this like Gail Talk March podcasting has has been a bit random, hasn't it? But I am a bit random. But what what I suppose I'm trying to say is that we need to start listening to our bodies. We need to do the things that are making us happy, that are bringing us joy. We need to stop doing the things that make us feel like shit. We need to stop being around the people that make us feel like shit. We need to listen to our body. And as we as we age and as we grow and as we evolve and as our body changes and as we go through these different stages of life, we've got to allow ourselves to honour them and embrace them and make those adaptations where we need to. Before, when I was saying about like the training for different ages, what I meant was what you've done in your 20s might not suit you in your 50s, but it might still, and that's fine. But if it doesn't, then that's okay. You know, not think we've been there. We were grateful for it. Thanks for my 20s. It was amazing. Look, bossing that crop top, didn't I? Loved all that running that i done. Doesn't really suit me now, does it? I'm nearly 40. That's not going to suit me now. I don't want to walk around in a fucking crop top. If you want to, fair enough, I certainly don't. But I don't want to do the type of training that i done behind my 20s because... I feel different now, and I'm I'm, rid- I'm like a rice crispy. Honestly, every morning I like snap, crackle, and pop. It's about it's about honoring the different things. It's like before, when I said about the with the menopause, a lot a lot of the time with the menopause, cause because of the decrease in estrogen, um, what that can do is it can decrease bone density, muscle mass, and muscle stre- muscle strength, and can bring on something that's called sarcopenia, so there's a lot of hormonal changes from from our age 30, our muscle mass um, starts to increase up to 8% a decade and after 60 it ac- accelerates, so obviously w- when we're going through menopause we, we still need to be active and we need to really hone in on that resistance training because of the hormonal changes, so this is why I said like This video was this video is not even a video. I'm glad you can't see me in the pajamas. Um why this video video again? Why this oh my god, am I okay? Why this podcast was aimed at women because there is a lot of hormonal changes that we go through through all different stages of our life, through every day, through the month. And as we get older and we need to honour these, and I think the best of equipped that we are to do it as we go into these stages and the more we know about our bodies, the more we can tune into them. We know what it wants. We know when it wants it and we know when to give it. We know what makes us happy and we know what we need to take out of our lives. You know, take away the bullshit, bring in the good shit. That's what we need to be doing. So I suppose that's what I want to end it really is to just say... Girls, it's time to start focusing on you. It's time to start listening to your bodies. Your bodies are screaming because they want you to listen. They want you to give a thing. So let's stop being a bit kinder to ourselves. Let's make a promise now that we're going to do that. We're going to start tracking our periods as well, aren't we? Yes, we are. We're going to start listening to our body. Yes, we are. We're going to stop, w- stop looking at magazines and celebrities and wishing we were them. Why would they want to be us, mate? No, no, they do. We're not we're just going to start focusing on ourselves, aren't we? We're not going to check our foods if it makes us miserable, are we? No, we're not. Are we all in agreement? I feel like we all need to sign a little contract here together. I feel like we all need to do this. We know to start looking after ourselves, getting adequate protein in, keeping ourselves hydrated, getting out in the sun when it's there, when, being the words. You know, supplementing vitamin D if we need to. This is going to help reduce any inflammation that we've got. And it's going to help increase muscle fibre as well. We need to do that. We need to look at our bodies because prevention is better than cure. And we deserve to look after ourselves like the queens that we are. Okay. I know I've waffles. I did have a list and I've scribbled everything off on my list that I wanted to talk about. I know I've gone off on tangents. And I don't know if this is going to be relevant to anyone's life at all. But I hope in some way it has helped you. And it's helped you maybe not feel alone. It's helped you give you a little focus that you need to go and do something. And if you do want to know more about working with your cycle, go and grab that. Go and grab that. It's called The Period Project. And if you want a little... Twenty percent off for listening to this podcast. Just drop me a message and I'll send you the codes over, and you can have twenty percent off the period project for listening to this episode. And also coming soon, there is a petty to post menopause um program coming soon as well. So make sure you check that out. But apart from that, I'm gonna go, and I'm just gonna let you know that in April's podcast, I'm gonna be doing a little Q and A, and I have been asking over on my socials for a couple of days now, or maybe a week or so, for some questions. Your being and health and fitness questions. What have you always wanted to know? What is the one thing that just baffles the hell out of you? What have you wanted to know about anything? Health, fitness, wellbeing, life in general if you've got questions pop them over to me the email address and all the socials are in the description for this episode so you can go and check them out um, and I'd love your questions they'll all be anonymous so no one's names will be mentioned and I'll be answering them in April's podcast so April's will be a and a but apart from that I've bored the hell out of myself so I've probably bored the hell out of you love your feedback as always appreciate everyone who listens share it if you think someone needs this and if You haven't learnt nothing. It might have got you through half an hour on the cross-trainer, mightn't it? Okay. As always, I appreciate you all. Listen, rate, subscribe, share away. And I'll see you all in April.